I'm like, Mom, we have a constitution. We're protected. We have freedom of speech. You can talk. There's not like China. There's not like Laos where you came from. You can speak up. You know, we're not going there and, you know, gunpoint people like, hey, you know, well, this and this and that. But the way things no, are going you know, now and, with the and so, now, that's exactly where we're going, unfortunately. I mean, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. And it's scary, but at the same time, like, you like, right. you know, if she can't do it, I will do it for her. And it's funny because one of the people that did ask me from another panel that they asked me a question was kind of like, you know, I, I definitely know that if I feel like I was a victim for my parents because they came from a communist country. And I, I was like, no, I don't feel like I'm a victim at all. I I, I would say my parents are a victim. But so I'm were not. they more scared I'm to speak up? I'm very grateful that I was born here. Were they more scared to speak up? Um, yeah, because of so, where they you know, came from. Yeah, it would definitely. Yeah, from where they came from, and also, you know, it's because of the language barrier. So they mm -hmm. would, so they felt, you know, they couldn't defend themselves, you know, um, in a good way, you know, and try to speak, you know, a good word. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't blame them, but um, I, I'm gonna do it for them if I have to. Yeah. If I have to be, be a voice for them, fine, you know. Um, cause I want to, cause I don't want to want my parents to go to go through that again, where they actually left away from. You know, they came exactly. here for safety. They came here for freedom. And Do they so, see the steps of us going to communism now? Because they obviously seen their country go to communism. Do they see the same steps and actions happening here? Like, are they scared too? Like, this is obviously going to become a communist country. Unfortunately, they don't see it because they don't really watch the news because they're not really into like politics stuff but mm -hmm. I do tell them you know I do like hey this will get we'll, this where we head into because of Joe Biden this and that you know this where we yeah. heading inflation you know recession and so you know it, it, it's sad and so I'm like mom you know this this is scary because you are gonna probably face that at the same time you know and but I'm gonna do my best to fight this, and we need to fight this because at oh, right big now, time. and it's at oh, right now, time. and it's at the you brought up something very close to and home so. for me. My parents and myself actually were all immigrants. I'm I also immigrated to this country. I'm from Canada, by the way. Hey, um, we came here in on, <laughs> and we had nothing. Like we literally had nothing. We were sleeping in cars that you know or you know my dad was renovating some places we slept in these places you know what i mean we slept in motels we could afford to have an apartment and mm -hmm. a one-bedroom apartment for all four of us you know so mm -hmm. you know for my parents you know seeing all this happening they're like they call me and they're like sonia can you stop doing that you are gonna get killed stop talking like that online they're gonna come for you stop like, and, and they're so afraid, right? They're so afraid for me. And, and I'm not even like that vocal, let's mm -hmm. be real, right? Like I have like 1300 people on Instagram, like <laughs> it's not like that. Um, but they're so afraid for me. They're always like, stop saying about the vaccines. Don't talk about that stuff. You know, uh, they're gonna, they're gonna come to your door and, you know, cause they were watching videos of what was going on in Australia, right? Where they actually coming to your door, grabbing you mm -hmm. and taking you to these infirmary camps, right? These concentrate quarantine camps. So let's be political here. Um, 
but yeah, it's not crazy. Like our, our parents are both telling us like, be careful. <laughs> it's, it's pretty nuts. But in regards to like preparedness, right? I, I feel like a lot of us can't, we don't have a lot of resources, right? We're not millionaires, anything like that. How would you tell someone to be prepared, um, to be self-sufficient in, in, in a way, right? To get a sense of a community even, like how would you tell people to go ahead and do this? Um, honestly, like, um, I, at the time I really, I didn't really put any thought into it at the time. Cause you know, I was living in oh. the city, so we always have everything what we need, you know, you know, and anything that goes down, eh, it's not a big deal, you know? So I had that thought until, you know, I would say last year, you know, the food shortage and you know, all the supply chain, it, it kind of like scared me because it's like, Oh, you know, because I remember watching what do you call that Handmaid's Tale <laughs> uh, show, the TV series, and I'm not a liar. Yeah. That scared out of my mind. Oh, just Black watching Mirror. that, you okay. And oh, so, just, oh no, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not gonna do this. <laughs> you business. said you would you would vote for DeSantis instead of Trump. No, I would definitely vote for Trump again because I feel like he deserves another There's chance. There's another chance. Okay. Him yeah. being in office for four years and him doing the operation with warp speed and all those little sneaky things that he did, like when he hired Alex Azar, who was a pharmacy lobbyist and who essentially pushed Operation Warp Speed, right? He he put in that the bill, I forgot what it was called. If anybody remembers it, just chime in. <laughs> um Yeah, so he's the one that pushed all this stuff, Trump, right? He he didn't right. finish building the wall like he said he was going to do, right? He didn't drain the swamp like he said he was going to do, right? He took yeah. money from don donors like he said he was never going to do, right? He took right. he took a million dollars from Biden. This is all facts. Constrict right. themselves. Right. Um, well, see, that's why I, I felt like it's it's a little, like, I, I got a little shifted. I, I mean, I, I would vote for Trump when it was nobody else. But now with DeSantis there, so that's like kind of if. But the thing is, I'm like no a little bit more shifted to DeSantis because he he has shown a lot more about you know how he's improved Florida, oh, wow. and so he definitely showed a lot more. Yeah. Not only did he show a lot more, right? He actually apologized for what he yeah he 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 closed down Florida. He came on and he said, you know what? I I admit I did I messed up. I'm sorry, and that will never happen again. And I. He right. appreciate that, right? And not only that, but he hires amazing people. Uh, DeSantis has hired amazing people. I'll give him that, right? Um, when it comes to Trump, I, I, I don't know. I love the guy. I do. I don't want to seem like I'm a hater. I'm not a hater. I think I have like a, a Trump uh, little bobbly doll in my car somewhere. Like, I love the guy. Like, I, I would buy Trump socks all day. No problem. But um, I just don't think he's proved himself, right? So why why would he deserve the the next four years? You know? Um, well, see, the reason why I say deserve the next four years, um, because he, you know, he did he did run for you know the second term, and then I kind of felt bad about it because you know the the twenty twenty election was such a nightmare, and Rigs. and Rigs. yeah, and so I was so like. I'm not a lie. I stay up three a.m. that that night to to look for the result. Like I'm hoping for the result, so I stay up 
and it was such a disappointment. It was just like, it's not my moment anymore. And I'm like, wow, sad. And so, and, and no, I, I was like back him up a lot of things, you know, but I'm, I'll be honest lately, you know, I, it was kind of like, I was stuck in between, but I do like DeSantis more because he was so, again, like professional about things. Himself. And to be honest, how do you feel, how do you feel about um, DeSantis taking Democratic funding as far as from like um, George Soros and even the Bushes who have proved themselves to be corrupt and everything? Would that, does that change your um, opinion about well, no, because, um, I mean, I actually look into it, I mean, because the only thing that I heard about George Soros, I mean, a lot of people did that he endorsed him, but I think it, uh, more and more I started hearing it is that he, he was just putting a lot of positive word about DeSantis, and I feel like a lot of people got really confused with that because there was no, you know, uh, financial uh, funding between those two. And so I even, in fact, like talked to a lot of, you know, the Trump supporter about it and how I actually condemned a lot of things what Trump did. I, I in fact didn't like that he crapped on DeSantis for a few months now and here and there attacking yeah, it's pretty, him. It's you pretty know. disgusting when he's attacking him on Truth Social. Like we're in 2023 and you're talking about COVID cases, not deaths. No, we're talking about cases, COVID cases, which we right. know have been manipulated from day one, right? They use the PCR test, but the inventor of the PCR test, Kerry Mullis, that says we should not be using this to diagnose anyone. And he admits himself that he thinks uh, Anthony Fauci is a bozo and he would sit on stage with him and debate with him all day, but he wouldn't. And it so happened that he died in 2019. People just mysteriously go missing, right? As, as we see, you know, mm -hmm. one thing I am happy, maybe I want to know your input to this. Having Biden was kind of, I mean, I know you guys are suffering over there in the United States. And believe me, whatever happens in the United States, it affects us. And whatever happens in Canada affects you guys as well, right? Whatever we see here that happens first eventually goes there. And whatever happens there eventually comes here. That's just, it happens, right? right? We're all under the UN nation, so it's going to happen. But with Biden right. being in office now... Do you think it was kind of a good thing? Like, let's be real, right? Because now we see this huge awakening. I Like, I've never, I feel it. Like, I'm not even there in the United States, and I feel it. I feel like with Biden being a Democrat and him being in office and this disaster that everyone is feeling financially, emotionally, people are transitioning like crazy. And it's like this huge butterfly effect that's happening all over the world. And, and I think there's a lot of people that are on the left that are coming to the right in droves, to be honest. I mean, look at what happened in Florida. Florida had everyone pretty much from California come over and move to Florida, right? Like we see like people coming to there, right? But my next question is, it doesn't matter who president um, is, is, is elected, which president is elected. Do you believe that America can ever be great? with God or without God? Like, how do you, how do you see this working with or without God? Like, without God, I feel like there's a lot of darkness. I'm seeing a lot. And um, now like the left is really comfortable mocking uh, Christianity. Because if you think about it, they, none of it would even dare to insult or mock Islam because they know the consequences. They know the, uh, you know, 
what's going to happen to them? Because in doing, you know, with Islam, if you ever to insult and mock them, you are executed right away. That is done with. It's, there's no forgiveness at that point. But with the Christianity, it's just that America without God, it, it's going to be scary because it's going to be a whole lot of darkness, you know, and, you know, people are going to do whatever they want. And, a lot you know, of kids are going to be what it is. Yeah. And people are going to get hurt, you know, and so. I mean, we have all this transgender stuff happening. We have all these, you know, uh, single family homes happening. We have all these abortions and people killing each other for senseless things, right? We have all these riots happening, all these, all the looting happening in people's own communities. You can't even buy formula for your kid now because it looks like this. So, yeah. I mean. I think, I feel like, you know, the reason why these things happen, like the LGBTQ abortion, because think about it, okay. I, I, they're, they're happening for a reason, because LGBTQ, they can't reproduce abortion to, to pretty much get rid of all the babies. It's pretty much in the way, think about it, you know, downplay or lower the number of population, because that's the whole point of Democrat. They want to lower the number of population. That's what happened in China. Uh, North Korea and you know Cuba, Venezuela, any communist country, and I mean that's what happened now. And so because you know they want to lower the population, so they don't have to like spend so much money on mm-hmm. anybody, you know. And so and then so it's pretty much like I would say the Nazi era, and you know that's where we're heading at that point because that's what Hitler did. You know he tried to, you know lower you know all these jewish people you know kill them off right away and and so and you know i feel like that's what you know they're trying to do here and not to have more population but even though it backfired because i don't know if you guys know that in china now they're pushing people to have babies because they knew that the population is so low and they're in big trouble that's so, definitely going to happen here. I think in the next few years, we're going to see a huge problem with with uh, yeah. with the depopulation. Like, there's not going to be enough people in this world. It's there, there's not, and with everyone being, you know, all kinds of LGBTQ. Don't forget X Y Z and L M N O P. We have you know all this happening, and like I said, they can't have children, so they're coming after our children, right? And we're right. with all these abortions happening like crazy and all this single family and, and people just having one kid where before they were having 10, 12, right? Now we're only having one or two. Two is already like, oh, that's too much. I'm done. I'm done. Tell my tubes, burn them. Like we're done because we can't afford it. Let's be, let's be real, right? Like back in the day, I remember like my mm-hmm. grandparents, like they, they had like 12, 14 kids. My one grandmother had 12. The other one had 14 kids and they had no money. You know, and we're here talking like, oh, I can't afford it because I can't give my kid a PlayStation 5. Like, really? And and you know what? It's funny because when my mom actually, she did tell me the story where, um, you know, back in the day, she was on welfare, actually. And um, at the time, you know, she used to tell us that we're not allowed to tell anybody, even our friends in our school, that we have our dad living with us, pretty much, that we're fatherless. And so we weren't allowed to do that, but she never explained why what that was the case. So I, I was like c- kind of confused. So we had to keep it the yeah. secret that, you know, we don't have a dad, even though my dad lives yeah. with us every day and go to work, you know? And so, 
So it was like a program that she was in, in uh, the welfare program. And so I'm thinking talking, back, like, yeah, my, my, wow. My aunt and my yeah. uncle were actually doing that. My aunt used to hide my uncle behind the dresser because once in a while they, they would have the welfare people coming to check up. It's because in 1964 they passed the welfare law and they also gave initiatives to women. And they said, oh, by the way, here's a welfare check, but we got something extra. If you're a single parent, we'll give you some more, which then. Well, that's a way just to get people to be dependent on the government, which leads to people being controlled easier, you know, and for like me, like with you guys saying, like they're trying to take God out of our life. I feel like God was already out of our life and he's now coming back. That's how I see it. A lot of people seeing like all this darkness, but for me, it was like the darkness was always there. We just never seen it. Now God's, he's given us a lesson by putting Biden into office to wake us up and, and realize like, look, you guys, this is what we're going through. You got experience so that you can change so that you are bringing God back into your life. And so for me, it's, it's hard because like we talked in the beginning, a lot of people just say, oh yeah, I believe in it so that they go to heaven. You know, now I actually see a lot of people really believing in God and it may be a different way than what they've told us before. And that leads to the question that I wanted to ask, like for me, I'm conspiracy. My name is conspiracy queen. Um, and so I mostly think everything is a lie. <laughs> um, for, so I wanted to get your opinion because I know you're a hard Christian and, and you follow the Bible. I want to know, like, did you, do you think like the Bible is all truth and nothing but truth? Or do you think like they've added things in and they've taken things out? I think Bible is the whole truth. I, it's like the only truth, I would say. Yeah, I mean, like they all, a lot of translation, you know, um, you know, that's, I'm talking about probably what seventy two or even more translation, um. But I feel like the Bible is is pretty much the truth because it's a it's it's talking about a lot of morale, um, common sense, uh, yeah. principle. You know, living life. You know, and and you know the Ten Commandments, which is pretty simple that you know anybody can follow. You know, that's a really important yeah. thing, and so, um. So I feel, yeah, so I believe the Bible and is the whole truth. But like you said, too, like when it goes through translation, you know, I kind of always give everybody the example. Um, like when you play telephone, you know, and you go through the whole line and by the time you get out of the end of the line, it's something completely different. So like for me, right. when you take the Bible and you translate it by man, um, I don't know. I just feel like there's probably obviously things that they're hiding um, and maybe things that are or we're taking it differently because they put it in differently. Well, for example, like I, I remember saw there's a meme. There was a funny meme where they actually said, uh, "Oh, the Bible is written by a man" or something like that. And so, and they were like, "Well, that's funny because you trust a cookbook, right? You trust any other these novel that you read, though, right? You trust them, right? So, how does that get any different from the book from the Bible? Because the Bible is all about the story, the how." each character or each person was in you know uh in connection with god and and you know how their life changed and how they like how they see god and so that was the whole you know thing about the bible so you know if they could trust anything any other book then they shouldn't even have an issue of yeah. trusting and, and know, speaking, the bible, and, and you know, speaking the bible. of the bible um if, if you had a chance 
to sit with any one of the 12 disciples, who would you sit with? Oh, ooh, ooh, that's a, um, <laughs> who would I sit with? Um, speaking of which, I, I would say Paul, um, cause he, to me, he's a warrior because, um, you know, my husband, you know, he always shared a lot of stories about Paul and he was like, you know, I, I'm a big fan of Paul. I like him cause he's such a fighter, you know, in his eyes, you know, um, even though with all the things that he went through, you know, he still believed and had faith in God. For me, I would say, I would say Job. Um, I think that's named Job or Job. That's one my favorite, I would say, because after all he went through life, he lost his family, his job, mm -hmm. his home and everything, but he's yet he still had faith in God. And so with me, I remember anything that I went through, I actually never blamed God. I actually never questioned him. Like, why you want you there? This is your fault. Why would you put me? I actually never, you know, blamed God because I was like, it's it's up to me. I made those yeah, choices absolutely. to do what I did. And do you, you know? So do you, do you think someone someone could enter heaven not knowing God or what He's done for us? No, because I feel like you you need to have faith, and you in order to go to heaven, you you uh you have to believe in God, you know, God exists and he's the only God that you should trust and have faith in, in order to go to heaven. For example, like, um, you know, my sister, she passed away last year through cancer. And unfortunately, you know, she knows she's, she's a Buddhist. She's been practicing Buddhist. So she was not a Christian. And the thing that in my mind, I was like, I know she's not going to be in heaven. That's a sad part. I don't know where she would be. You know, I thought asking myself, where would she go? Where would she be? And and I felt like, you know, and I, I was struggling with that because it was just like, I would love for her to be in heaven. You know, when I die, I want to see her. So you, you, know? so you don't believe she but, is? Because she, you, don't, you, you feel like she uh, never got to know Christ? Okay. Yeah. So she never got a chance to. Um, I mean, she did a lot of things that would definitely, a lot of sin, I would say, you know, she was a divorcee, um, she gambled before, um, and so she went through a lot of hardship and a lot of difficulty, but at the same time, she didn't believe in God, and so, and, you know, yeah, so that was just kind of heartbreaking, because I'm not a lie, though, at the funeral, um, uh, when we were about to you know, get her cremated. Um, you know, my mom, she was so heartbroken because she would be the one that pushing the button whenever she's ready to oh, get her cremated. And so, you know, she broke down and... That's okay. Sorry. Listen, Daria, we... Take not time. one of Take us is perfect. Not one of us has gone through life without sin. We have sinned more. You know what? Maybe, how do we not know that she has that chance when she passed it? She had that chance to stand in front of him. Yeah, it literally and... takes a second to, to go through mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. repent, okay? So you, yeah. you, by you speaking yeah. of her, you gave me goosebumps right now, by the way. I feel like she's like, she's here with us right now, in a sense. And I, and I, and I don't agree with you. I really feel like your sister had a very kind soul. And I feel like you've you've brought her there. I think with your love, I think uh, I think she's definitely in heaven, regardless of her being a Buddhist yeah. or not. I think the guy, yeah. knowing who you are now, like I, I feel like she's her soul is way too pure not to come. Like I said, we've all sinned. There's not one of us that's a, 
that mm-hmm. is a perfect child of God. That there, there's no, there's okay there's no and he loves all his children you know so yeah i mean he does you know so he does you know he always you know he always want to make sure you know that you know you're loved but at the same time that he wants you to have a better life you know and you know to be good in person be a good person you know and not to fall you know not to fall in sin and and you know he don't want anybody to go to hell that's the last thing he would ever want to well you know i think god knew what world we lived in and knew what was going to be hit hard at us at every single person and it's not our fault it's the people that knew the secrets and knew what they had to do to get people to sin i think god does know that so don't doubt, don't doubt. <laughs> that she's not there. That the Christian faith is the only faith. I'm pretty sure we all feel that way, right? It is the one true calling. And uh, I don't know why, but sometimes I go into this little mind uh, world, if you will. <laughs> and I think to myself, like all these other religions that we have, because there, there, there are so many, right? There are so many religions. I feel like a lot of them have been placed there to keep us fighting. Kind of like what they do with the whole, yeah, the whole race Division. thing, right? And like now we're all fighting our God. Like some of people, their God is a cow. Some people, their God is, you know, a Buddha. Some people, their God is a, um, I don't even know. There's a whole bunch of different, right? Um, and, and I think a lot of it was placed to keep us bickering. Right. And, and and for us, Christianity is the one true religion. And that's why I believe that no matter what, God knows that this world is a crazy place, like Larissa said. And I don't think he holds that much judgment on us. I, although I know God is such a powerful force, right? He is the one true God. Um, I believe that um he has a lot of forgiveness in him, right? And he knows, he knows that we're easily manipulated and 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 all this stuff so i i, I think your sister is a very innocent yeah wins. always i think she's in a very right so i mean i i believe that she will be there eventually you know i i do pray for her i i do pray that she find peace you know um when the time come and so you know it, it, even though back to the funeral, you know, my brother, my older brother, he actually, you know, told us not to cry because, you know, in Buddhist funeral, you cannot be emotional. Because if you're emotional, the soul of the dead will not be fun because they're going to feel like, oh I can't Torture. leave them there. How they're not ready. be there and not mourn your loved one? Like, that to me is borderline demonic like how can you do that how can you do that? Uh, so I for Scientology yeah so I snap and then I told him like no she's gone and you're not- she is gone she's yeah, not here anymore that she's is- gone I did not know that that is crazy yeah. I, that is really- how can you not express yeah. that that's your sister that's insane oh my goodness but um yeah, that that's uh, quite the quite the quite the episode you had there. I am so sorry. What is your sister's name, if you don't mind me asking? Um, uh, we call her three. It's like number three. Um, that's her nickname. And um, you know, she had three sons, and then she has two grand two grandkids now. 
And so she did get to meet her granddaughter, who just got born after, you know, she um, was about to pass away. She got to, you know, got to hold her, you know, one last okay. time, you know, before she go. And so, um, and, you know, I, I love her because she would always be the one that make me laugh. Because I remember, like, we used to take road trip to Canada, you know, back in the day when it's like, you know, the border was so relaxed and like, all you need to show is your birth certificate or, you know, so, you know, security, you know, cards, like that's all you need to like just cross the border. That's in those days. And so I remember like my, my mom and her, they were trying to sneak in all these little uh, weird food from the Asian market and they were trying to put it in the, in the car. And then by the time we got to the border, you know, to go back to U.S., and then I remember, don't do that. And then I remember telling my mom, like, because the cops, they have big eyes, which means they know what you're doing. So don't do something sneaky. And so she would laugh at that. And so, and, you know, eventually we did get caught. And then so they had to go through all the stuff and then pretty much throw them away, just away. So I'm like, see, I told you. Cop got big eyes. So she oh, would laugh all the time. That's so, so great. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. Well, I'm glad, um, I'm glad uh, your mom is healthy and uh, your whole family is healthy. And I just want to say a quick little uh, word to God that he protects your sister and he keeps her really tight. Three, I hope you're up there with him and you're loving every single moment and your soul has been forgiven and you're with Christ. Amen. Now, I just wanted to uh, maybe talk a little bit more politics, since this is Politics Plus Podcast. So with uh, DeSantis running and Trump on the line as well, uh, we have, um, what is his name? Robert R.K. Jr. Is that his name? Robert F. Kennedy? No. Where is it? What's his name? I don't know. The guy. Oh, it's like Robert Kennedy? Yeah, I Robert really Kennedy. like that guy. It's very unfortunate that he is a Democrat, right? But is there anybody else besides, my question to you is obviously not him because he's a Democrat, but is there anybody else besides uh, DeSantis or Trump that you see as a very great candidate? Um. Oh, that's a very tough question. Um. Honestly, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know anybody else would run against those two, you know, because, um, you know, there's a lot of, what do you call that, oh, rhino, yeah. um, you know, Republican. And so, unfortunately, it's sad, you know, it, it's, now it's like we kind of lose hope, you know, who's actually really Republican and who it's is not, like you know, so. A, sp a sprite versus so, seven up thing, right? They're kind of both the same thing. It's just like a little bit different, right? You know what I mean? But for, for the listeners, if anybody wants yeah. to take a look at Thomas Massey, Thomas Massey is an amazing Republican. He was anti-vax from the start. He was anti-lockdown from the start. He was anti-mask from the start, from the very beginning. He went against what DeSantis said. He went against what Trump said. And he was 100% Christian, 100% conservative, all the way, never folded. Love him. He is. He just recently endorsed uh Ron DeSantis. So 
that says a lot in my perspective. I mean, if I was American, I would definitely be on like, I'm like right here with DeSantis and right here with Trump. Like, I kind of feel what you're coming from with the whole, he deserves another four years, but I am really mad at him for the lies that he said. If he does, it's so simple. If he does go on Truth Social or wherever he wants to go and just say, you know, I, I, I'm sorry. Like, I really did. I'm sorry. I take it. But he's going out there saying, oh, I know it wasn't me. It was the guy that I hired. It was uh, the people that I hired that did it. You know, I, I it wasn't me. It was it was these people. So I think like him not taking responsibility just shows a lot of his coward look. His, his, Time. And I him. feel I, like, it, you know, spreading rumors is, 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 is really bad, honestly. Because there's a lot of time I would actually condemn a lot of action that Trump did. And matter of fact, I actually got attacked by a few Trump supporters online. Uh, even one of them told me, like, you know what, why don't you go back to being Democrat? And even though, just because I said something that I condemned Trump for his action, I was like, wait, I'm like, you know, you guys always condemn the left for their attitude and all this stuff and duck and duck. And Trump, you know, did some stuff that the left did do. So why can't you apply that same rule to Trump as well? Because it seems like you you got to kind of analyze like him this crazy. I call it like a psycho, like a psychosis, right? Like it's like these QAnon, like you know, uh, you know, thirty six plus thirty two. Oh my God, she died at forty six. Conspiracy. I don't <laughs> trust the plan. I swear <laughs> it's gonna work. Trust the plan. You know, he did what. He did Operation Warp Speed because it's part of the plan. And so many people died with the vaccine. It's part of the plan. Like, there's a plan. Just like, it's a little crazy to me, right? Like, you know, Biden isn't the real president because he signed that 1201. Like, it's not real. Like, you know, there's this, there's this tribe going on with Trump, right? Like, it it really is. There's a whole bunch of fence sitters where I'm the type of person, like, no, I don't agree with everything Ron DeSantis does, but we need we need people to challenge Trump. We need these hard questions, right? Like Trump, Trump just agreed right. to a CNN debate. CNN, okay, we know they need the ratings. We know Trump needs it too. We get it. But CNN, he denied Fox, guys. He denied a Fox, like what it what, what was that called? A debate? Okay, he denied one with Fox, meaning. He's not going to do it with DeSantis. Mm-hmm. He's not going to stand on stage and debate people. That's from, I may be wrong, but that's what I understand. He literally. He said, I mean, that's like the, the governor of uh, Arizona where they trying to avoid all <laughs> any other debate. It's yet, ridiculous. She won. I feel Trump does a lot of things, though, too, to put people up front so that you can make your own decision about it and, and do your research on all of it. Um, the one thing that does get me is him running again for 2024 when he says himself that 2020 is rigged. So how can you run if you think it's rigged? That's that's what gets me. using the Dominion machines? Because I'm pretty sure that's exactly what over again. No, we still are. We're going to have mail-in ballots and we're probably still going to have no, you know, no IDs needed because IDs are racist. Come on, like you didn't know that. I mean, they they also are like making another deadly virus, yeah, uh, pandemic near you know twenty twenty four. Obviously, the timing. So, 
I mean, like, I, 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 I actually got a lot of response from people who were telling me that, you know what, I'm not going to vote. There's no point. And I would tell them, no, I, keep voting. Yes, I know it may be written, but keep voting because your vote is your voice. Regardless. So, you know, sure. keep we voting. Of the corruption, right? We wouldn't see these people, uh, you know, hiding, uh, putting putting panels on windows so we can't see inside. You wouldn't see people harvesting ballots. People are recording all of this, right? Because it's supposed to be open. It's supposed to be public. It's supposed to be one hundred percent transparent. Mm -hmm. Wasn't right? We, we we know all of this, mm -hmm. but nothing has changed. Like Trump was in office for four years. He was talking about elections being rigged back, you know, with Hillary and stuff like that. If that's the case, why haven't we done anything? We've sent how many billions of dollars to Ukraine? We've spent $56 million in NASA, which I think we all know by now is a crock of crap, okay? And it's like, we spent all this money, mm -hmm. but yet here we are. But why are, why are we relying on the government to do something? That's what the problem is. Like, we as people need to do something. I agree with that 100%. And we're not. Nobody's doing nothing. Nobody's doing nothing. Nobody. 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 Well, I think the reason why people... No one is doing any of this stuff. You know? I feel like, yeah, I feel like a lot of people, you know, don't really want to go out there and protest. I wish I don't blame them as well. Is that, you know, what happened to January 6th? And so, you know, when you, you know, when you close that, you're going to be end up in prison because now the, you know, the FBI and the CIA are all so corrupted that just. I mean, you can say the same thing with Antifa, though, to be honest with you, because how do we not say that that's the same stuff that happened in January 6th? All the groups get infiltrated, every single group, just like LGBT. They got infiltrated. Now they look bad and now everybody's hating all them. And they're just like, we're just, we just wanted to live life. And they took over that. They took over January 6th. They took over Antifa. They took over BLM. It's all division to get us all fighting so that we're all looking down. We're not looking up at the people that are creating all of this. And that could include Trump too. Who, who knows? It's one of those things where, you know, things where, you know, you start to see things and you start to question it. And, and, you know, you have to question it because like you said, Larissa, people shouldn't be depending on the government, right? We, but when we have uh -huh. bills being passed, like Ron DeSantis is totally against it. He said he's not doing it in Florida. It's totally against it. He's going to be a free state 100%. And he's not signing up for the Fed now. Like, have you looked into the Fed now, this digital currency that you guys are about to sign? It's ridiculous. Your money literally expires. Uh -huh. You guys sign it. Yeah. Like we're yep. we're the same. We have yep. the same thing coming here. Like don't get it twisted. But with the Fed now one, our money's gonna expire too. Nobody knows. No, nobody actually goes in the website. Nobody actually reads anything. Nobody. And everybody's like, okay, find out which president, find out which candidate is okay with these things. Who's gonna sign for these things and vote against it? Because as we see with Target, right? Like we we saw a big drop in Bud Light. We saw a bigger drop with Target because now you're talking about mm -hmm. the mamas. You're not talking about, you know, these old, these men drinking beer. Now you're talking about men and women and children like Target. Got, like, and I'm so proud of us for doing that. Right. But we got to We got to We got to keep doing this. It's not just there. We got to do this all around. We got to be self-sufficient. We can't depend on the government for any of this, for none of it. Well, pretty much, you know, pretty much exactly. what they're saying, and, you know, vote with your with money. with everything, you know? right? Don't use self-checkout uh, registers. Always go to the cashiers, even if the lineup is so long. Try to use cash as much as you can. Oh, 
you know, do these little things to mm -hmm. prevent your community to going into crap. Let's be real, right? Like, I don't know. What else, what else can we, what else can we do? What do you think, Daria? What else can we do to prevent this country from going into the deep black hole into communism and end up like China or Venezuela? Because that's exactly where we're going, guys. We're going, everybody that is part of the UN nation, including Canada, including the United States, we are all going down the digital life, okay? Our money will expire. We will have social credit systems. You will be labeled with a number. And depending on how well you treat the government, you, uh, you know, here in Canada, we have a bill that just passed C-11. We can't even talk on, on the internet. We can be charged. We can go to jail. We can't say stuff that is bad. Uh, our freedom of speech is, is totally gone, right? Like in this country, nobody can actually own land in Canada, right? Only like, I think it's like 90% is owned by the crown. And then the other small percent is owned by indigenous people. The rest of us who think we own our land, we're renting it. The government can literally come here anytime and be like, hey, get out. And I'm like, no, this is my house. And they're like, take your house, but this is my land. I want it. I'm going to use it. They can literally do that. Like, and people don't even know this. They're like, no, I got two acres. I'm good. I'm like, it's not yours. Hello? It's not yours. It's literally not yours. So people don't even know these things. They're not, you know, it's, it's really important for us to be self-sufficient, for us to have our backyards full of whatever we need in case you know, the grocery goes down, right? I always say this to my mom, like, can you guys just imagine if the internet were just to go down? Something simple like the internet. The internet. We got no Walmarts that are open. We got no CVS that will be open. We've got no grocery stores that will be open because every register is digital. Nobody's going to be there with a calculator and giving you cash. They don't have cash. Mm -hmm. Everything is digital. Everything is online. So something simple as the internet going down, which will happen, that is my belief onto the next pandemic. Our next pandemic won't be a virus. It won't be a parasite. It is definitely going to be a viral thing. It's going to be this virtual thing that's going to happen. The change that we're coming into, this migration with digital currency, all of our accounts, if you had $100,000, it's going to go to $10 because there's going to be this huge thing that's happening. And they're going to say, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. And what are you going to do? You have no money no more. You can't hire a lawyer. Like, what do you? You know what you do? You know what you do? Turn your TV off and have you faith in God. Fantastic show. I am so happy you came to talk to us. I am. I am deeply shocked at how emotional things got and how vulnerable you got with us here on Politics Plus podcast tonight. I really appreciate that, and I really thank you for that. You were very comfortable with us, and that is something that is really, really, really meaningful to us. Um, speaking about God is always something that brings goosebumps all over my body. So I really appreciate you uh, expressing your values and, and where you came from and all of that and your family as well. Um, I want to thank you. I want, I really hope you enjoyed. Like, can you tell us where yeah. people can find you, Daria? Um, I'll be, mostly I spend a lot of time on Instagram, um, which is real Daria Valley. So you just add you know, all E A L in front of Daria Valley. Um, but you have to write the whole thing because I'm yeah. actually shadow banned. So yeah, so I'm on I'm still on the restriction. So you can find me there. Um that's what I mostly use on that. Sometimes on Facebook, not really, but I'm oh. also shadow banned there too. So um 
yeah and so i don't really use tube or i try to use youtube actually i'm trying to get myself in on youtube to do some uh video probably reaction you know um a lot of probably you know sharing verses you know from the bible you know exposing the false teaching you know progressive christianity stuff like that um so love you thank you so much for coming Thank you so much for coming. And my co-host, Larissa, thank you so much for being here with me. I really appreciate it. All right, guys, have a good night. Till next time on Politics Plus Podcast. In America, we don't worship government. We worship God. In the words of St. Athanasius of Alexandria, if the world is against the truth, then I am against the world. Thank you for joining us today on Politics Plus Podcast, where we talk about politics plus so much more. For more content, make sure to follow and interact with the podcast on our official social media pages, including Getter, Truth Social, Twitter, and our Instagram page at Politics Plus Podcast. Remember to like, share, and subscribe on Rumble, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Join us next time for another exciting episode.